Please note this podcast is intended to provide information and education and is not intended as medical, psychological, or psychiatric advice, and is not intended to provide diagnosis, treatment, prevention, cure, or guarantee. You should consult with a licensed or registered healthcare professional about your individual condition and circumstance. Made Visible helps people with invisible illnesses feel seen and heard. It provides a platform for people who seem fine but aren't to share their experiences. It also helps to create a new awareness of how we can be sensitive and supportive to those with invisible illnesses. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Made Visible. I'm your host, Harper Spiro, and I'm so glad you tuned in. On episode 109, I had a conversation with four of my writing class students, Laura Frejot, Allie Leipzig, Grace Anderson, and Lindsay Ellis. If you haven't listened to the episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Today is a bonus episode. We're sharing two short essays that Laura and Lindsay wrote in the class. So here we go. First up, Laura Frejot. Seeking Care by Laura Frejot. Seeking Julie Andrews-type carer for when my remaining faculties start to fade. Candidates will be considered according to the criteria listed below. 1. Ability to play the latest Legend of Zelda release while I watch an asset. 2. Must be able to place a screen protector with perfect symmetry and no bubbles. 3. Willingness to occasionally take an edible with me so we can sit and touch kinetic sand together for an hour, an asset. Four, must force my partner and children to take vacations without me. Five, ability to pull up the perfect video of my kids as babies and toddlers to make me smile on any occasion, an asset. Six, Must know when I am in the mood to listen to the Broadway soundtracks my parents played on childhood road trips. 7. Willingness to set up Christmas four or more times per year so that I can enjoy holiday Muppet movies and twinkle lights more often. An asset. 8. Must be kind and unreasonably polite to all nurses, orderlies, porters, adapted transportation drivers, and any other of my care providers. 9. Ability to narrate life with kind humor, an asset. 10. Must question doctors or other authorities who are not considering my individual context and best interests. 11. Willingness to let me care for you in any way that I can, an asset. 12. Must be willing to peel all the white stuff from each individual segment of a clementine. If you meet any or all of the criteria above, please send your cover letter and resume to my partner and children. They will tell you stories to let you know what kind of person I am and what makes me laugh. Thanks, Laura. Before we get into Lindsay's essay, I want to remind you that the Made Visible writing class is starting in just over two weeks. It's an eight-week writing class for people living with or affected by invisible illness who want to write and share your story. This class includes guest teachers who will speak about their experience writing, sharing, and publishing their invisible illness stories. This is an opportunity for you to learn, write, share, give feedback, get feedback, and connect with others who are living with invisible illnesses. 
One of my past students, Colleen Black, said, the Made Visible writing class will always rank as one of my top three most impactful experiences of my life. I hope you'll join me starting on March 29th by heading to madevisiblestories.com to learn more and sign up. Now, here's Lindsay Ellis. Dis-Ease Done Right, a modern how-to guide for life with an invisible illness by Lindsay Ellis. Look normal. Be sure to keep all of your limbs. Try to inherit your grandfather's piercing blue eyes. If you didn't, try to have a feature people can compliment you on so you can use your outer appearance to distract them from your inner disease. Get a job. Develop chronic pain. If you can't have chronic pain, make sure there is some sort of discomfort or inconvenience to everyday life. When coworkers ask how you're doing, list off your symptoms. When they ask you the next day if you're feeling any better, say no. When they ask you again out of exasperation the day after that, tell them you're fine. Stop bothering to tell coworkers to avoid seeing their eyes glaze over. All they really want to know is when you'll get them the latest deliverable. Leave that job because your body can't handle being solely a butt in a chair. Feel like your career has stalled while all of your friends get promotions. Go to the doctor, the one who used to be an ER doctor. Be told, it's all in your head. Say yes to a night out on the town with your college friends. Have two drinks, get a migraine, and start vomiting. Be told, you should really settle down because you're not in college anymore. Spend the next three days in bed recovering. Try to find a job you can do from home. Tell people you're looking for a WFH job. Have an old acquaintance from high school reach out. Meet her for coffee. Realize she just wanted to recruit you to her multi-level marketing scheme. No, you definitely do not want to be part of an MLM. Have no other job prospects. Go to the doctor, the one who cured your friend's acid reflux. Be filled with hope they will save you. Arrive with a list of questions that will never be answered. Be dismissed with a prescription that treats just one of your symptoms, but doesn't provide you with a diagnosis. Take that prescription and develop every side effect mentioned. Be worse off than you were without the prescription. Lie in bed. Ask yourself questions with no answers. Why can't my body handle being in an office 9 to 5? Why do I have to fight for my health to be seen, to be taken seriously, to not be considered a burden to society? Why can't my life just be easy? Wonder why me? Try to go freelance. Realize that's just a butt in a chair at your house, but without health insurance. Go to an alternative medicine doctor, the one who looks like a TV McDreamy doctor. Have that doctor actually listen to you and run a battery of -of out-of-pocket tests. Get a long list of things that are wrong and a treatment plan that involves experimental drugs, supplements that no insurance plan will cover, and a restrictive diet. Say yes to going to a pub with your family for dinner. Order a side salad with no dressing because it's the only thing that fits your new diet. Be told you really should indulge and live a little. 
try to explain, you have to avoid FODMAPs, a thing no one has ever heard of. Have your dad roll his eyes, because you're just looking for attention. Try to start a business. Pick out a name, build a website. Acknowledge you have no customers, because starting a business is hard. Be your own sales rep. Need a sick day, but don't take it because you are sales and marketing and operations and IT. Run yourself into a never-ending flare-up. Realize running your own business is working even longer hours with no health insurance. Decide to quit your business. Start to feel better. Be told by family alternative medicine isn't real medicine. It's just the placebo effect. Try to explain that your symptoms are actually improving. Start to get a Herx reaction as the harmful microorganisms in your body die off. Have no one understand because no one knows what that is. Feel worse. Question whether the feeling better was because you so desperately want to be better or if the diet supplements and meds were actually helping. Try to find a job again. Go to an integrative medicine doctor, the one who promises to blend Eastern and Western philosophies. Pay out of pocket for them to rerun the battery of tests. Get a new list of things that are wrong that prove the old list was incomplete. Abandon all previous medications and supplements for a brand new regime of experimental medications and supplements that no insurance plan will cover. Say no to the all-inclusive trip to Mexico your girlfriends are planning because you spent all your money on your health. Be told, you're really no fun anymore. Get discouraged. Have chronic fatigue. Become really depressed because you're suffering every day. Discover you'll be experiencing new medications, doctor's appointments, new symptoms, new diagnoses ad nauseum. An infinite loop of good days and flare-ups, naps and insomnias, knowing what is going on in your body and having no fucking clue what's happening, days when you're ready to take on the world and become a millionaire, and days when you worry you are destined to be broke. Lie in bed. Ask yourself questions with no answers. Why should I be exempt from the painful experience of life? Why shouldn't I be the one who has to fight for my health, battle an invisible illness? Could I actually be experiencing more joy during happy times because I know the pain and darkness of disease? Wonder, why not me? Thanks for tuning into Made Visible. We hope you learned about something new today. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a few minutes to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Your support means the world to us. Visit madevisiblestories.com to check out our writing workshops, corporate offerings, and more information that can help you in navigating life with an invisible illness. Follow Made Visible Stories on Instagram. See you next week.